Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Samantha Mullet. So next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. Why do we do this to ourselves? Why do you do this to us? No, no, no. I, I meant what I just said about eight different ways. Yeah. I meant it in terms of... No, no. No, I, I, I'm there The movie you. we're discussing today, spoiler alert, the earliest review we've ever given. It's abduction. You know this fucking thing sucks. Uh, I mean, in terms of this house and how there's just shit everywhere still. In the three weeks we've been here. I feel like we've been here like nine years already as well. Uh, in terms of having a child. <laughs> in terms of working. In terms of working, busy jobs that demand so much of us. In terms of marriage. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, because all that, like three of those things are predicated on this. <laughs> You're refer- just mad that those sandhill cranes. <laughs> I'm gonna refer to our marriage from gotcha. now on as this. Those sandhill cranes are definitely number six on the list. Uh, went to Publix earlier, our local grocery store. For those of you that don't know what Publix is, to pick up something for dinner that we forgot. And Samantha's like, "What took you so long?" We had like, we had like, like a, a, what's a group of sandhill cranes called? A cackle? I don't fucking know. A, a cackle of cranes. And you know, if you've ever seen a sandhill crane before, they're dumber than a box of hammers. Like and they don't, they're slow. Slower well, than me. They don't care. So there's in the, two of them were in the driveway. One of them was drooling like a fucking idiot. And thankfully, didn't bother me. A group of me. sandhill cranes are called a sedge. A sedge? What's the name of the word that... Uh, sludge. No, sludge was Scott Arell's ex-girlfriend. Uh, the word I'm thinking of is the uh, the slang term for vagina from Jeff, which is clunge. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. Clunge. Clunge. So this is um, a sedge. So I get around them, and then I go to turn out here, and there's, like, cars backed up because there's, like, six cranes in the middle of the street just having a fucking party. So this local weirdo who we met the other day walking uh, to the pool, like, ran and, like, got them away from, like, people. But then, like, as I didn't add this part, as I was driving by, they were already going back in the street, and then the fucking person didn't even care. Well, sandhill cranes mate for life, so I respect them. It sounds, they sound like boring animals. If you're new here, <laughs> we, we, we're divorcing effective we're new here, immediately. I promote polygamy in birds. <laughs> That's a very funny phrase. Excuse me. Ooh, man, I really tickled my, my I tickled myself there. I bet uh, you did. Uh, besides that, we fucking we'll have a bunch of movies that are in fucking boxes upstairs, and then we watch one of them when we should be unpacking, and then we talk about it when we should be unpacking. Or sleeping. Yeah. I would have rather done anything else than watch this movie. It's been a wild week. I was out of town for a couple days for work. 
in my home, in my Florida home, you know, it's funny, I was thinking about it when I was down there, like, I don't think I've ever been, I think I've still, the longest I've ever lived in a place is Ohio, oddly enough. I moved to Florida when I was 11, so I was in Ohio for 11 years. But you were years. 8. No, it was in 1998, so I was 11. Oh. So 11 years, and then I was in Stewart, which is where I just was, my Florida home base, from 98 until 2005, when I moved to Gainesville, so it'd be 7 years, and we were in Gainesville from 2005 to 2014? 15. No, 14. Because we moved here, we got the house, and then we had Jillian. So nine, yeah. so nine years, and now we've been in Orlando for eight. So we're due to move soon. <laughs> no, we're stuck. Uh, so I was down there for a couple days for work. I just got, I'm not even unpacked fully in this house. Don't make oh, me I know. leave it. Uh, and yeah, just work's been crazy. Our, 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 lovely, our lovely, amazing daughter, Jillian. She starts kindergarten. Been a little bit of a bitch lately. <laughs> Christopher, she don't has. say that. She's five. She's and five in a new house. Pushing not her boundaries. She's figuring out her feelings and well, everything. She's not pushing her No. She's, she's just. She's pushing boundaries. She's confused about all the changes and is just, you know, not listening and being as good as she normally would be. So hopefully today. I almost said I knocked some sense into <laughs> I never touched pop, pop. <laughs> To the moon, the kisser. Uh, no, I talked to her to the point where I was like, look, you got to do this or I'm going to... Well, you made her sit in the corner for 30 minutes not yeah, doing anything. Yeah, or I'm going to shit on all your toys. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> the next threat. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a time. It's been, it's been yeah, a time. Yeah, and so to alleviate all of those pressures, we watch this movie. Well, before we alleviate these pressures, in the midst of everything we have going on... Uh, the next time we record, we'll have two movies to discuss because we oh, just booked, yeah. we just booked tickets to um to see uh, Nope and Minions: The Rise of Gru. Uh, you can... Jillian's going to see Nope. Uh, Mo and I are going to go see Minions. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Uh, we also last weekend took the time out from our incredibly busy schedule to take a break, and we went to go see Thor: Love and Thunder in theaters. Want to give a Jillian shout out? really wanted to see it. Jillian, every commercial, she's like, ooh, Thor, Love, and Thunder. Uh, shout out to the theater, what's now basically our closest theater. You know what I didn't even fucking think to look for the movies this weekend is the other theater in Claremont, Epic. But I don't know if they oh, have recliners yeah. or not. I think that they weren't, and now I think they are. We'll have to look it up. I don't know. Well, it's, well also, we went to the other, we're going to the other one because it's cheap as shit. But uh, shout out to the Studio Movie Grill, Sunset Walk, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, it's over in the Margaritaville area of Kissimmee. So if you live uh, nearby, uh, check, it, check it out. It was, it was, we had a nice dine-in experience. It was Jillian's first dine-in. Food was good. Seats were comfy. You know, very nice inside. Uh, so we watched the movie. Jillian, uh, I'm very proud of her in how well she did because it was not... I mean, Doctor Strange was probably, like, scarier, but... Uh, Christian Bale's character, Gore, like every time he was on screen, I was like, oh she man. I'm like, out. she's gonna she have nightmares. And she, she was, was fine. Clutching she was clutching me. It. What did you think? It was fine. It was fine. I, I was, I think I've said it before on this show that the Thor movies are some of, well, I really like Thor, and I really like Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And I like, 
yeah, I don't like Dark World you know, as I'm, much. I'm currently um, I'm currently on a, uh, a YouTube binge of some old Siskel and Ebert at the movie videos, uh, and you just blow them away with your film analysis. I, I must say, I'm just I like this movie, and then I like this movie. I don't, and I kind of like this movie. I don't, I don't know who the fuck that is. That's 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 Clyde from South Park. <laughs> Like that's rude. Uh, that's Craig. I mean, um, yeah. It, uh, I mean, fine. this was fine. I is a big letdown it, for me. It was, it a big was. like I wanted to love it more. I wanted it to surpass Ragnarok because I didn't love come, Ragnarok. It didn't surpass but it didn't the come first Thor This would definitely be in probably my bottom ten for MCU movies. Was not very funny. Uh, Which it should be because the Thor movies the, uh, have been. So we mentioned it. Funny. I think we mentioned it lately. There's definitely, I'm feeling the MCU malaise. I'm the feeling the fourth phase has has been rough, and it's all the stories rough. right now. It's still making money over itself. It doesn't fucking matter. There's but there's no right. general direction for the stories going besides some of the stuff we got into with the multiverse with Loki and Spider Man um, and Doctor Strange. But uh, the further it gets away from phase three, I feel like the more downhill. Like it goes. I like that they're not. He's like super serious, like DC movies, but also I don't need them to be like comedies, like failing comedies that throw a little right. bit of action right. and formula in there. It just was wholly disappointing. It, it yeah, like considering just, how good Ragnarok was, I, I, yeah, there's no other way to say it. I, I, I was fine, but like I would never. The the key thing with I have with this current phase of the rewatchability. Like think about when we just have like the TV on in the background. All of like the earlier MC movies are, are really rewatchable, but Black Widow, Doctor Strange, and Thor: Love and Thunder—I don't ever need to watch those movies really ever again. Right? Honestly, I don't have. We still haven't fucking seen a Turtles. Like, yeah. So that just I goes agree. to say, and then but the TV I, shows are the same. Like, I'd maybe watch some low-key and maybe a little Hawkeye again, maybe a couple episodes of WandaVision. Yeah. But like, I would never binge watch the entire seasons of those. Like, I would never do that again. Yeah. It's just, it, it's it's just so interesting because it's so different. And I know a lot of that is attributed to, like, the oversaturation. I don't necessarily feel that way because I love it. I think it's so complex when you're building these stories and the layers. And I think it's great how they interlock everything. But it's just... I don't know if the cast of characters aren't as strong or the storylines that they're choosing to put on the everything. screen are not as strong. Um, but it just doesn't have the same... It just doesn't hold the same, you know, uh, fire for me. Yeah. And I'm a huge fan of the MCU. I love yeah. all of it. So All uh, good things. Yeah, but I, I mean, and for it to also... You have... <laughs> Like phase three, right? All of like the epic. Movies. Well, it was the culmination. The culmination of everything. But then you also have, uh, arguably the best MCU movie in Spider Man. Uh, in top three, top five, I would say. But, but that's that's the, well, it's, that's the anomaly right now of of the recent right. ones. So you know, right? Who, who knows? So, but but like everything that came after that doesn't stand up to that either, you know, and it's disappointing, but yeah, it was, it was okay. I can I tell. I mean, I'm still going to see 
Black Panther two. I'm still gonna see yeah. all of that. We're gonna watch all the shows, and we're just gonna yeah. we're gonna and then we're gonna complain that they were fine, and we're part of the fucking problem. I can tell that we just don't want to talk about abduction. <laughs> I wrote abandoned at first. I was like abandoned. Wait, that's not the name of this abandoned. movie. Oh, it's the sequel. Oh God. I don't know. Uh, we watched randomly selected the 2011 movie Abduction, starring Taylor Lautner. Uh, which, yes, I really, if you're watching, if you're watching, if you're watching, we have weird technology. If you're listening, uh, and you've been listening for a while, you know that our rules is you have to own the movie, and you're like, why do you own Abduction? Well, number one, don't worry, we won't own it long. Uh, number two. All Garatillas. No, no, no. Number Tatiana. two. No, this was. Oh, myself. No, this was, uh, yeah, this was our Barnes & Noble rule we short-term this was? created. Every time we went to Barnes & Noble, we'd go to the DVD section, and we got to pick out. Uh, a bad five dollar movie, and I don't. I think it was me because I'm like, no, no, no. I definitely bought this. Yeah, one. I'm like, yo, this thing fucking sucks. I, I definitely heard. bought this. I definitely. And bought uh, this here we you. are. So read the uh, package, which is still upstairs in, in storage. So in you will box. do instead on your phone. Okay. Abduction. They stole his life. He's taking it back. It's a weird. Okay. Oh. What, what did I just do? I know. Okay. I know. Suspect. <laughs> Suspect everything. Trust no one. Taylor Lautner explodes on screen as a young man whose secret past is set to collide with a dangerous reality. After uncovering a deadly lie, Nathan Lautner is propelled on a lethal, no holds barred mission to learn the truth. Aided by a devoted family friend, Sigourney Weaver, Nathan's hunt for the facts pits him against ruthless assassins and questionable allies. I love that. That's the only. You know what I love is when we get errors because we're just denying what the back right. of the box is. Right, we're just has. like, what? We're like, when something you read is like, wait a second, that didn't happen, and right. it fucks up your train of thought. Yeah, no, that's exactly yeah, what happened. So that counts, that's exactly it. That's one for you, so now we're tied. We're back tied again. We are back tied again. 2020. 2020. I'm Hugh Downs. You're Barbara Walters. 2020. So five to go. Five more. Uh, the reason why you were making that is because Sigourney Weaver is in three scenes. Three scenes? You don't uh, even really know The first know scene, who she she's is. just uh, in her cover as a psychiatrist. The second scene, she is one of the longest expositional dumps of a character moment I've ever seen in my life. And the third scene, she's just like, oh, you're going to come live with me. Yeah. Which, uh, I have a bad Samantha question uh, at the end of the podcast when we get there that's related to that moment, so. Uh, yeah, this is a fucking... Really? What What question? Okay. Nobody's asking ask it now? No, it's fine. It can wait. Uh, this is a big steaming pile what? of shit. When did we watch this? <laughs> this? sucks. When did we watch this? I don't even remember. I think time stopped ever since we've watched this. No, we watched it real. Tuesday. We watched it Tuesday. Okay, the 19th. Today, it's, yeah, then. July 21st. We're recording this right after it goes live. Right before it goes live. Or after, whichever you think. This is one of the most frustrating movies I've ever seen in my entire life for multiple reasons. Number one, because it, it's just so banal. Like, it's just so... Le- like, it was trash. There is literally a one point in my notes where I just wrote... Where is it? Hold on. Where is it? I, I found... I... I, I this movie started, and I said, this is already trash, and it wasn't even, like, the first scene yet. It was, like, the, well, the opening thing I said was, credits. It's the most obnoxious opening ever. It's this b- weird-ass Lenny Kravitz song. Taylor Lautner's riding on the hood of a car, 
because his crazy high school friends are driving him around, and then the credits are rolling, and you're like, look how many good people are in this movie. So many good people in this Sigourney movie. Sigourney Weaver, Alfred Molina, Maria Bello, Jason Isaacs. It's a great uh, cast. I'm forgetting somebody. Not Den- Denzel Whittaker. Denzel Whittaker, who is not Forrest Whitaker's son, even though he has the same eyes. Uh, and then, <sighs> John Singleton is the fucking director. He made Boys in the Hood, one of the greatest movies of the 90s. He's the youngest male, or the youngest person, to ever be nominated for Best Director at the Academy Awards. He's made one of the most seminal films of of black cinema ever. And he also will forever have his last fucking movie be Be Abduction. And it's maddening. At one point I just wrote down in my notes, I thought I did, maybe I just thought it. I just stopped, like, there's a good 20 minutes of this movie, I was just on my, like, how you are on your phone, I just wasn't paying attention. I was like, I'm not missing anything. Yeah, no, that's how I'm, I not, always not a, do. Not a fucking thing am I missing right that's, here. That's how I always watch movies. It's so fucking boring and bad. And there's no other way to, to say it. It's large, not only is it just because of the script and the story and... Unfortunately, like I think it's also pretty poorly directed. I think Singleton was just cashing a check. But it all hinges on the fact that Taylor Lautner has the charisma of... A bar of soap. A fucking... <laughs> Still in the box. A bar of soap. He... No, a, a lathered bar of soap. That's his charisma. So I have to share. So I never do this. I copied and pasted actual quotes of the movie reviews. <laughs> So, actual abduction may be preferable to the movie of the same name, but only if your kidnappers don't torture you by forcing you to watch it. <laughs> it's a great review. Oh my and then of Lautner specifically, this is my two favorites, he has the acting chops of Bert from Sesame Street. Uh-huh. And this one, I, I'm, so I'm going to give this guy a shout out. R. Kurt Osalud from uh, Slate Magazine says that he can't carry a movie any more than Abigail Breslin can carry a refrigerator. <laughs> that is one of the best lines oh my. I've ever heard in my entire life. He's the LVP of the movie. He's one. It's one of the worst. Like, there's... Like, I, I don't get... So, I have he to He just you, is supremely unhappy all the time. He has this he has this resting face that just he always looks resting bitch face. No, no, no. This is what he looks like at all moments. He always looks like he's deviously crafting when to fart. <laughs> like he just permanently looks like <laughs> I fart right now. I wonder how it would impact everyone. Or lives. no, or he's just he's deciding if he's going to try to fart or if it's gonna be a shart. And he doesn't want to shit his pants. Nothing he does feels real at any moment. It's a put on performance yeah it's... and his face just fucking sucks now i have to put you on blast here put me on blast because uh of the two of us sitting on the couch you're the human being that has seen twilight films and read twilight books as well yeah that's yeah. correct uh so you were part of the problem and hmm. i i disagree I, I need i need to lean on you here i haven't con- i wouldn't have... this information whether or not i read the books or watched the movie it wouldn't have made a significant impact on anything because i'm one person I'm just just blame. I'm just finding somebody to blame for all this. Mm. Like, I remember like the Team Jacob, Team Edward mm-hmm. stuff. Did that come from the characters, or come from the actors, or from both? It's both. Okay, so because it was from because remember the books came out first. Of course, right? Yeah. So, so just d- tell me your analysis of Taylor Lautner because I this is literally the only thing I've ever seen him in ever. 
I've never seen mm, any. That's not true. What else have I seen him in? Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I've never seen Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yes, you. Everybody's well, seen Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> that is the worst quote in the history of podcasts. That is the biggest lie watch, ever told. You didn't watch Shark Boy no, and Lava Girl. No, I was when 17 years old. I thought it came out No, when you were like it came out in 2004. Oh, that's. No, the only thing I know about is the wrestler Shark Boy sued them and got a bunch of money off of it. Are you serious? Yes, because oh, he was Shark Boy before Shark Boy was Shark Boy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, so tell me about I feel Taylor like you've Lovenay. seen him in something else. I have not seen him in anything. I do know, like, basically now he's in, like, he's, like, background characters in, like, shitty Adam Sandler Netflix movies. But he hasn't, like, hardly anything. Like, this killed whatever. So you got to figure, like, it's actually kind of mesmerizing how somebody can be on the precipice of being a big action star, right? No. Well, I mean, he was the third biggest star in a... In, in a, a three-star billion-dollar franchise. That, those are big-ass cats, big-ass sure, movies. Sure, sure. He was a, a heartthrob. And, like, those, like, you can get the mileage. You either become Robert Pattinson or you become Taylor Rotner. And at the time, it seemed like he potentially could because he had more of the traditional, he had the body. I guess he had looks, even though I think he looks stupid. His eyes are too close together. <laughs> That's part of the deviousness. Um... So were, did you like him? Were you ever into him? No. Like, so why, like, who Who were these people? I mean, he just filmed a lot of movies without his shirt on. That's, it's literally, that's literally it's it, isn't it? It's the body. It's all about it. Shall we revisit your list of people? <laughs> my, list has, my list has Alf on it, all right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Is Taylor, Taylor Lautner's not on your list? No, Taylor Lautner's not on my list at all. Because I wouldn't know where he was looking. It's like it's like a from Chippendale movie. Oh, the the, uh, uh, un, the, the uncanny the, the uncanny, uncanny valley, valley. <laughs> and um, Bob uh, Seth Rogen's character. Yeah. Um, Taylor just a human being who actually lives. Who actually looks like that? Um, no, I wasn't super into it. I don't think he's a good actor. In the slightest. I think his line delivery is awful, regardless of what emotion he's trying to portray. I don't think he ever nails it. Um, I think he's the worst parts of the Twilight movies, and that's saying something, because wow, there's some okay. really bad parts I, of That's what I was kind of getting at, was I, I wasn't uh, sure if he... like. So he didn't display anything in those movies that warranted not, him getting this, besides he looks good without a shirt on. Yeah, and I mean, also, he spent a lot of the time as like a wolf, right? That's the whole... Yeah, so that's not werewolf. him. That's CGI. Right, it's the CGI, but it's like give those, those CGI people sort of a raise if they yeah. got the, if they were able to make this character so interesting. He had this fucking movie out well, of it. Well, but I mean, but I think you're right. Like, there's fight scenes and and then action scenes and stuff like that. But it's all it's, out it's of everybody. But but think of movies. but there's a lot of characters in the Twilight movies. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of them. The only ones that really did anything after well, are, this. Well, the top two are Pattinson and Stewart. And Anna Kendrick. Right, I forgot she was in it, yeah. She, she was yep. in it, right? Mm-hmm. Taylor Lautner was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people who had... Well, people um, had some before, like Peter Fascinelli. Before, right. You know, like there's Right, others. and like, so like they've, they've still did stuff, but like... Sure. Yeah, it's not... It, it's difficult because it's kind of like the Harry Potter franchise. It's hard because you're like pigeon-held in that, and that's, you know, you're like... That's your character, and you play the same character, and that's why, like, out of 
the three people, like, Rupert Grint didn't really do much of anything. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe can just do whatever the fuck he, he wants. He does whatever he wants. Right, exactly. And, and, and Emma Watson just... She, she's done stuff. Yeah, she's but, done stuff, but she's never good in it. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like the same when it's that big and that intense. Sure. That early on in your career, it's not like Robert Downey Jr. playing Iron Man because he did it as like a comeback kind of thing. Like he was already in stuff. Yeah. So it's a little bit different, but Taylor Lautner to me is uninteresting and I think he he is just... When he tries to emote, it's like one of the most like it's yikes... Awful. It's just, things. it's, it's, he, he looks like he is pooping, like, honestly. <laughs> Any emotion, so let's, let's go through the movie quickly and break down, like, well, every. he's a creep, to begin with. Well, yeah, so, he's so the first scene. just looks like a creep. The first scene is, like, them at a lame-ass party. And he's just giving like, eyes to the girl, he's but tr- he's, like, creepy eyes. See, there, it just seems like he was trying to be a human being. Like, I honestly felt like he was, like, actively trying to think about, like, how would a human act? Like, him, like. Wait. Like fake laughing with his part, like you know, his friends like drinking and passing out in the yard without my shirt on. And then next scene, he's boxing with his dad as punishment. Beat the shit out of him. They're literally punching the fuck out of each other in the backyard. I was happy. That was like my favorite part. Like, I just really. It takes forever. It does. It drags. It's It's like an eight minute scene. It drags, but I was like, yeah. Punch him in the face. Hit him, Malfoy. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hit him, Malfoy. Get him. And then he's an 18-year-old who has a fucking motorcycle. So, so And the, insomnia and impulsivity and rage issues. You give him a motorcycle, it'll fix it. So here's a big bug. Like, so, I thought I had problems. So if I can piece together this hackneyed story, which is preposterous, uh... He was put under protective custody by these two agents, by this big CIA guy whose whose job is to expose individuals, you know, terrorists, etc. Um, no, it's not it at all. <laughs> tell me, please. His dad. Yeah, his dad for the his, his CIA. CIA. Yeah, and he was a black ops agent. Yeah, and his boss was. Crooked. Okay. And he... And the mother died. Mm -hmm. And because the mother died, the father's like, well, fuck that. And he's like, but I want my son protected. So then these two other agents took him in. Gotcha. This is definitely this is part of the movie. I wasn't paying and that attention. was it. But so so, but I'm really. But what I'm saying is, so if you want to keep him a low profile, don't give him a fucking motorcycle and trade him to be exactly. and put him on the wrestling team and be like this super wrestler guy. It, it's a ridiculous premise, and then even it's a ridiculous setup. And then once you get in the actual premise and like the picture reveal, I, had the movie had the picture reveal been like actually hilarious. I would have been on board. Because then I'm like, okay, this movie's not taking itself seriously. And it's framed that way. Like, like it builds up to it. And I'm like, oh, man, please be an ugly, stupid-ass picture. No, no. And then it's just kind of like... He was a cute little kid. Yeah, you know. He was actually a cute kid. He was a cute kid. But, uh, but my question is, why was there sociology subject in high school well, about I, missing children. No, I don't think was it about missing children? That they were on a missing children's website. Well, I, they got the pick. I know that that scene was very vague. About Mr. Like, Miles, man. 
that guy was that guy is is in one scene and he's one of the worst random characters ever. You cannot convince me that was a professional actor. That was seriously like <laughs> it was I, a professional sociology no, you, professor. You can convince me that was a professional teacher actor. <laughs> that was a caterer who they threw a bone to because the other actor didn't show up. And it's like, <laughs> hey man, this chicken uh, this chicken bolognese is really good. Do you want to be in a movie with Taylor Lautner and Lily Collins? Hey, get up there and say some lines. Uh, it was fucking terrible. You know I'm a big fan of movie teachers. Um, shout out to uh, Coach Finstock, Teen Wolf. But, uh, yeah, I, I, it was like a general, like you're just partying with somebody and you make you do a 10-page research paper. That's all, that's all they said. That's all, that's all that they framed it And it was it 75% around. of their midterm. <laughs> What's the rest of the class? Just show up and you just watch videos of... Types of have people. You ever, have you ever taken a sociology Fuck class? Fuck no, I took anthropology instead. Okay, I took a sociology class. Uh-huh. But I had to drop it because I almost failed. <laughs> it was this college? Yeah, it was, well, yeah, it was a uh, second semester freshman year. So. Mm. No, no, it was That's after, right. my, yeah, it was after my grandfather yeah. died. Um, and it was also, the class was at 7.50 in the morning. Oh, so yeah. I was not making that. Yeah, um, but we never had a subject about missing kids. It was. I'm telling you, it wasn't something. They just picked it, or like they were just no. on a site. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I want to pick. Oh, I got to write a ten page research paper on something. I'm gonna do it on missing children. So then they contact the site with like the picture, and then like it. Pings. And then turns out, boom, SVU all yeah. over. Some it. guy in London's got them, and like they noticed the cameras the on. Fishing. It's just like... it, it just got so so bizarre. Is there? Was there? A... And the entire time. Taylor Lautner's character is just a bag of sour dicks. He's just sour. You know Sour Bill from Wreck-It Ralph movies? Bill. That's him. Yeah. Personified. Was there a single thing you liked about this movie? Like, I, th- I liked I liked uh, when Jason Isaacs. Isaacs was calling the girl hot. That's your son's friend you've known since a child. Jason, the dad character, calls... He- Oh, yeah, she got hot. She's 17, bro. You can't say that. You're like 50. Come on, Malfoy. (laughs) What's happening? I mean, and then, no, no, I'm so so sorry. My favorite part of the movie was when he was looking through the photo album and the birth certificate was in there. (laughs) That was was the birth certificate, the photo album, just so he can reminisce about when this piece of paper was printed. Uh, my new gimmick on the show is anytime there's a character that's in a Harry <laughs> Potter movie, I'm just going to rag on that actor by saying, come on, and then that character's name. Yeah, but it's that means you'd fun. have to learn all the characters' names. I'll remember. Uh, Can you but, name the top 200 Harry Potter characters as mentioned in the books on Sporkle? No. Oh, because I can. I know you can. <laughs> I know you can. Uh, when are we going to do the Harry Potter movies? Maybe today. Maybe you'll try it out of the box. Who knows? I always strive to try to say at least one thing that I liked about a movie. Mm-hmm. And I, reading my notes, I don't think I wrote a single thing Oh, man, thing I've, got, I've got more. Let me tell you more of the I, things that I, I love. I think the only thing I kind of liked was the dynamic between the, like, the, like, between Maria Bello and Jason Isaacs. Like, there was a scene where, you know, he's kind of watching this, again, being a creeper from afar in the house, watching his parents, like, kind of dance. He touches her butt for no reason. You know, like, they're in love. Yeah, they're what do you yeah. mean if he touches her butt for no reason? He doesn't need a reason. It wasn't necessary to show. He could have just they could have just kissed instead or something. Uh, but then like they're just so unceremoniously killed. <laughs> like 
there's no time. So Maria Bella fights off the two guys that eventually come to the house, and then she just gets shot, and then she's just died. And then Jason Isis comes and takes one of both of them out, right? And then, or take at least no, takes one, one of them. He snaps one of their necks, which is fucking does. That's not how necks work. And then snap his fucking. And then neck. he gets uh, shot himself. And there's no time to like dwell on it. There's no big like no. And then thing. He, there's no reconciliation between him no, and, no, and none. his parents. No, he it's like, just on we gotta keep terms. going. And he didn't even. He wasn't even emotional. He just yelled at the guy. Answer me, like Batman. Like answer me. It's, it's just so poorly laid out and crafted, and, and then, that bomb, and then the bomb, yeah. Then there's a bomb in an, an oven somehow. It was in the microwave. Microwave. But that was a big ass house. Yep. Let's be clear. There's no way that bomb took that house down like that. Poorly designed, architecturally yeah. unsound home. It demolished this house and. Our protagonist had to hide underwater for an extended period of time, which we made sure to see all of. Um, and this then, movie, the, some of the some of the camera movements. Oh my god, that, that was my next thing I was going to say. in this movie are just fucking mind boggling. The There's camera like, angles, the zooming in and the zooming out. Like, it's like awful. look at Taylor Lautner's eye. Let's look at Taylor Lautner from underneath this glass <laughs> table. Let's focus on a, a poorly cropped photo. Let's show them underwater. It's like, fuck off. Yeah. That's one of the frustrating things about being a John Singleton movie is like, it, it was looks, bad. It, yeah, it was bad. Um, and was, then they're this, in go. the hospital because she, what, dislocated her shoulder. She had a scrape. I don't know. She had a bandaid on her arm. She had a fucking hangnail. I don't fucking know. And then who comes to the rescue? The therapist. Swerve. 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 Beat you. <laughs> no. Sigourney, we have done so many movies where Sigourney Weaver is just like in like three scenes. You know what? Keep getting them checks, done all, She is totally getting fucking checks. That's all right. She's done so much shit and she's used like total shit in every single one. But she's also been kind of bad in a lot of these. And she, again, she's not great. There's nobody that's really great in any of these. Um, oh, here it is. <laughs> My note. CIA backstory dump sucks. Safe house a waste. I'm actively not paying attention now. Was my literal note. That whole stretch of like, she saves them at the hospital and tells them like, you gotta find this person, that person. She's basically like calling a play like she's Peyton fucking Manning in the middle of the Super Bowl. And then they just like go do these things and intersperse between this guy with his stupid tattoos coming to America and his, uh, his spectacled helper and then Alfred Molina with his bad sprayed on hair like, like <laughs> talking about what actually is fucking happening. It's just like, I couldn't care less about this. And then I start paying attention again once they're on this train. Well, wait, before the train, when they're going to that safe house, yeah, it was in a different... Where, where does this movie take place? I, you're fucking kidding me, right? I'm assuming in like Washington, D.C. I don't. Like no, no, it's, the, uh, it's in Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, Pittsburgh. Because they go the pirates. Yeah, because the pirates played like probably paid like ten million dollars for the product placement. How the shitty ass how team. close is like Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania to to Virginia? Uh, uh not too far. I don't think. Not too Pennsylvania far. Pennsylvania is there. I think it's right underneath. Oh okay. Or close. But but if you like had never been there before, wouldn't you need like a GPS or something? How the fuck these guys know where to go? South. She gave him an address, <laughs> and he, they they just drove up to it. They didn't have cell phones. South. They didn't have good cell phones. Go south. 
What? Take a road that's to take a, a, a interstate south, and just hope for the best. <laughs> uh, I want to point out like like how much the pirates are put over here. The pirates at this point hadn't been in the playoffs like in twenty years. <laughs> like there's they there's no way that there was that many people at a pirates game in twenty eleven. <laughs> Uh, so they get on the train to go to fucking something. I don't remember. There's like this weird, like fake tension where this cop is like, oh my god, wanting people, staring, staring at them, and then nothing happens. And they get on the train and they finally like are able to like reveal their feelings for another, and they have like their first kiss, and it's agony. Like it is, it's it's again way too long. They dated in real life. There's no way those two human beings. They dated in real life. They have the chemistry of a porcupine and Whoopi Goldberg. They're not currently dating. (laughs) That's probably why. No, because she's like a star and he's nothing. Sure. Um. So the first, like, they have no chemistry. The first kiss is agony. Goes on forever, and then she just randomly starts like eating his nose. Like they're making out, and she like, like she like 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 seductively like. Like, Just like a little, like, love bite. Mm, like on his little, nose. Mm, on his nose. That's fucking nasty. Where else would you have liked her to bite him? His fucking lips. <laughs> Anywhere else. Not his nose. Who, who does that with his nose? You know what nasty the nose is? Oh, we took a booger out of Jillian's nose earlier today. It was literally, it was like, five inches long. It, was just, it wasn't that long. Her it nose was isn't big. that big. Her nose isn't that big. But you're right. It's pretty gross. But I can't wait to make out with you later and bite your nose. I'm never kissing you again. That's <laughs> not going to fucking happen. Uh, and then it leads to another boring-ass action sequence. The only movie knows how to do is this, like, double spin kick that he probably trained for, like, eight months to fucking sure, do. Sure, sure. And but, then he just yeets the guy out of a train window. But but uh, here's the problem I have. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, I forgot the best. Actually, there was one thing about the movie I didn't like. Go ahead. Because, all right. So these train windows, right? Like these are probably. Would you say the same material? Not as a plane, no. As a plane, no. No, No, I wouldn't say so. No. No? Okay. I don't. I've never been on a fucking Amtrak train before. Well, I have. I've been on an Amtrak train before. Did you knock on the window and see how sturdy it was? I feel like it's similar to like BR glass. I would say, like, be it's thick. Glass beer. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to do anything and not talk about this. Movie. I feel like it's just it. So, like, Amtrak trains go so fast, though. So, I feel like they have to be sturdy and like weather resistant. They don't go as fast as a fucking plane. No, but they still go like hundreds of miles an hour. A train? Yes, one of those kinds of trains. Yeah, not like a not like a chugga 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 train. <laughs> Now I want you to teach. A, I want you to do a TED talk on trains. This is a chugga chugga train. <laughs> Alexa, how fast does an Amtrak train go? According to an Alexa Answers contributor, more than half of Amtrak trains operate at top speeds of 100 miles per hour. Okay. 160 kilometers per hour. 100 miles an hour is like a car could do that. Did that answer your question? Sure. Thanks for your feedback. Goodbye. <laughs> Talk to you later. Better host than you. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you. Um, yeah, but that's still, it's 100 miles an hour. I feel like it has to, you know, I'm not going to kick it and it's going to break. Well, no. So a bad, big German fuck threw <laughs> the weird fucking Taylor Lautner fuck into it face first. 
So it's going to crack under like the 600 pounds of pressure. I don't think force. that's true. I don't think that's true. I don't think that that's something that could happen. I think it is. I don't think so. Let's go on a train and get into a fight. I'm good. I'll throw you into the window and we'll see. I'm good. What happens? But Ow. okay, so fine. I just yelled my voice and I'm really hurting. Ow. <laughs> you have to carry the rest of the show. Uh, oh no. My favorite part of the movie is after he eats a guy out of the train and like he's like, amateur like, move. He purposely <laughs> steps on the guy's glasses. <laughs> it's like, what a fucking dick. <laughs> I want him ever to see. It literally made me laugh out loud. So that was the thing I liked. Um, even scenes where there's like no action. So the scene where like Alfred Molina finally gets him like settled and like like takes him to a diner and they eat a burger. Mind you, they haven't they haven't it's been like twenty two hours since they've eaten. Sure. And they're acting like they've been on the run for like weeks. Look, if it had been twenty two hours since I and I went through all of that. The last thing I'd be thinking about is food. No, I would want food immediately. I would want to eat that burger right up. The burger scene made me realize how bad the editing was because they make Lily Collins like leave the scene. And it's just Molina and Lautner. Which, and you've never seen a bigger disparity of acting talent on screen, maybe ever. Except, like, I don't know if, like, Shaq and Dana Day-Lewis shared a scene. But, um, every... Alpha Molina talks for 94% of the scene, right? Yeah. But they're still doing... They're still doing one-in-ones. So, like, Molina's talking, and even though he's the only one talking, it's still cutting the tailor out every two seconds. So it's literally like a game of fucking Pong. Just back and forth with the camera. Yeah. And only one person fucking talking. And Taylor Lautner is just sitting there doing the same face he's done the entire fucking scene. Yeah. It's, 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 it's hard to tell sometimes when you watch a movie where the acting and the story is so bad that sometimes you can forgive, you know, like, okay, the soundtrack's all right, or the, you know, the, the, the director did a decent job, and the cinematographer and the editing, no. It's all just fucking bad. And then it has this shitty-ass climax where he sits down next to the big villain and finds out that he killed his mom, and they have this bad chase scene. He slides down some glass, lands, and now he has to run with a fucking limp. And then, um... Why did that guy have to buy popcorn? Because he wanted popcorn. Why not? He's a bad guy. Bad guys do weird things, you know? So you know he's crazy. <laughs> uh, and then Dermot Mulroney's in the movie. You don't see his fucking face, which means he's the smartest person in the movie. He's wasted and isn't good in it either. And it's just a shitty ending. She's like, no, nah, I can't see you, son. Okay, thanks. And now my therapist, who I've... I guess been spending most of my time with she's going to take me home which leads me to my question that's not legally how it works no absolutely not absolutely not it's not legally binding so if Jillian brought a guy home I would kill him right exactly (laughs) we're we're done no so let's say this is one of the worst hypotheticals ever in my life but let's just say like Jillian is Lily Collins in this movie right sure okay and the guy that she's seeing his whole family was just murdered. Okay. Would you take him in if they were still together? What do you mean? And what? Like, would you house him? He'd have to sleep on the couch. Right. Yeah, sure. I mean. Oh, you're better than I am. I'm like, oh, that's just a tragedy. Well, once you're settled, you can come back over. <laughs> that's exactly how it be. Like, fuck you. No. What if it was her friend? Female friend, sure. 
And what if Jillian turns out to be a lesbian? Like, why does it matter? I'm still sure. I don't know. I just don't want another guy in the house. You're so weird. I actually got a very lucky there. I'm just, I'm the man of the house, you know? Wow. I'm the brains of this operation. Sure. Okay. <laughs> you keep thinking that. You keep thinking that, son. Um, this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Yeah. It has nothing going for it. Like, usually, it has nothing to do with like, abduction. You, but but the thing is, though, it has nothing to do with abduction. He wasn't abducted. He wasn't abducted. Like, he wasn't abducted. Like, nobody took his life. Like, he, he was purposely... Even the title of the movie is bad and wrong. Like, they, like, fished him. Like, they wanted to find him so they could have leverage on the dad and get back whatever he stole by saying he was, like, an abducted kid. But he was, there was no abduction. Yeah, it should be called attempted abduction. Right. Then it just sounds like a Demi Moore movie where she shows her cooter. Um, <laughs> like, I... Or they could have just not made this movie. Yeah, that'd be great. Like, it is one of the... It has no merit. There's not a single positive thing. I have a, an MVP candidate written down, so we get to get into acting, unfortunately. Um, I lost the card. The card left. The card for this movie literally quit the podcast. It said, fuck you. No, I have no idea where this card went. <laughs> it's gone. No, I'm sitting on it. <laughs> uh, now great. Now it's all sweaty. Um, Taylor Lautner is the LVP of the movie, right? Yeah, he's There's bad. nobody worse. Like, if you recast that role as a somebody... I'm not saying the movie immediately becomes like a fucking nine, but like recast that movie. Oh man! To make it like a like a four, where like okay, the the guy has potential, you know, or like he still didn't do a great job, but I see it. Like, name, give me somebody else to put in that role. Anybody? Can you give me somebody specific? Mm-hmm. We're on the same time frame, same age. So right now he'd be like in his thirties, like his early thirties. I mean, we got a lot of fucking those white boys. N- no, Taylor Lautner's not that old. No, he was 20 when this movie came out. Oh, yeah, so he's 20 when this came out. Yeah, so you see, yeah, he's 30 now. He's 10 years old. Blech. It's a 10-year anniversary of abduction. Blech. Um, I mean, really, it could have been Robert Pattinson. Yeah, he's too, like, brooding. You'd have the same problem, I feel like. Mm. Okay. Uh, I don't know who else was really active. I mean, it could have been like a Taron Edgerton, maybe, or a... Sure, sure. Even uh, like a Shia LaBeouf. No, he's too crazy. Well, not then. Why? Well, a little bit. Um, you were about to say something, you are like, oh man, when you were looking at... Uh, uh, I was looking at Taylor Lautner's filmography to be like, oh yeah, we haven't seen anything that he's been in. I'm, I'm telling you. No, After no, this... But we gotta, we gotta get this movie Tracers. Fuck, if no. First of all, No, wait, I no, just have I, I have no so, standards and I'm saying Taylor no. Taylor Lautner dated Lily Collins after okay. he made this movie. Yep. He also dated his co-star on the Tracers movie. Mm-hmm. He just fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. But I really he also dated uh, uh, Kevin James for a short yeah. time. Uh, I just really want to see this movie because of his mustache. Okay, I, you, you can't make it bigger on... Uh... I just really want to see it because of this God, fucking mustache. He looks, like, he looks like Chaplin in The Great Dictator. Yeah, like I just, I just like this mustache here. I just want to see it for this face. He looks hair. like he's had a t- uh, some ten years. Have you? But have you heard? Have you read? This is a synopsis. No, I've not movie. read about tracers. Wanted by the Chinese mafia, 
A New York bike messenger escapes into the world of parkour after meeting a beautiful stranger. Isn't that that Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, bicycle movie? <laughs> That's all that is. Ah, yeah. That's all that fucking movie is. Yeah, uh, but... I was hoping the movie Tracers was about uh, Jason Lee getting revenge on all the people that call him a tracer in <laughs> Chasing Amy. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, he, it's Taylor Lautner. Uh, I did write uh, the teacher down as well. But, uh, like, literally... Everybody besides like two people are bad. Alfred Molina is bad in this. Sigourney Weaver is bad in this. Uh, I, I I don't think Lily Collins was bad per se, but she wasn't good. She's just that everybody's fine. Milk toast, <clears throat> uh, you know, heroin that you know just gets beat around a lot, and you know is there to raise the tension. Uh, MVP. Who would you give the MVP to? Us for sitting through this movie. Uh, trust me, I'm tempted. So I have two. I didn't dislike the main villain just because of how he was like kooky a and quirky. And well, he was also, more silent until towards the end. Well, like I, I liked him in the final scene when he was eating the popcorn and doing yeah, like that, like yeah. offbeat, like nutty villain shit. Um, but the rest of it, I thought, was just too silly. Uh, and he was, like, menacing. Yeah. Like, my I, I, I my vote would be Maria Bello, because she's always good. You can tell she's trying. Like, she's... Tr- in the scene where he confronts her about, like, am I adopted? And she spills the beans, and she, you know, she says it. She doesn't really get to, like, get into the details of it, but you feel her emotion. And then when she goes in the other room, and she cries. And, and, I, and I feel like she did a good job with the action scene. She was the best part of it. Uh, that that's grasping at straws. I mean, it's it's literally a very unspectacular role. Besides that, but there there's nobody else worth giving the the award to. So th- those would be my two. Okay. So you, you name you, who who do you want? Let's do the villain. You want to go to the villain? Yeah. Uh, he's like one of those like traditional foreign villain characters. Uh, I think it's Michael Nidvist. I'm so sorry, who? (laughs) Shut up, I'll tell you in a second. I'm glad he wasn't on the back of the box. I'm sad. (laughs) I'm still mad he is. I have to say in period. There's a Q followed by a V? Yeah, it's all kinds of fucked up. Oh, rest in peace, dude. He died. Oh, he did? Nidvist. Oh, he did die. He was the villain in uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. He's the villain in John Wick. He's just one of those one of those guys. How did he die? Oh, he had lung cancer. That's sad. Yeah, let's give it to this guy. Yeah, this guy deserves it. Michael Nyquist. What? Nyquist. What's his name? Nyquist. Why is it different every time you say it? Because uh, it probably is. Uh, have you ever thought about if, if there's any... I mean, you are the spitting image of your mother. So it, there's not a yeah. chance in hell. But have you ever thought about like what you would do if you ever found it, like any of these like deep family secrets? Uh, Lautner just corrected to partner in my uh, phone here. Because <laughs> um, I have. I'm just like, man, that'd be crazy. I think it would be crazy, but no, like my mom and I are. I I know I'm not a, like abducted or yeah. Or anything like that, or adopted, or anything. I'm, you know, the genes are strong in my family, and mm-hmm. Jillian's just like me. So yeah, yeah, she's spinning over to both of us. Yeah, so so because we look like brother and sister. Um, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, Is it hot in here? A little bit. 
Because you turned off that fan. You oh, gotta right. keep it on low, otherwise... Because now's the time that the air uh, stops running because it's already cool enough in the house. Bullshit. <laughs> you gotta turn down the, the thing. Um, I mean, I thought of it, but I never really took it seriously. Pull it down. Cool. Live on the podcast, our living room fan doesn't work. <laughs> uh, this thing's gonna fall on. Yeah, me. stop because there's something loose in it. I'll I'll get up in a minute and. Hello. Stop. Sit down. Let's finish the podcast. Uh, um, our pets' heads are falling off. Not really. I I would say we're getting that fixed soon anyway. Sooner now. Huh? Yeah, my mother's fucking child. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like I look like... Do I look like my mother? I look like my father. Uh, no. M looks more like your mom than you. <laughs> Man, I'm glad they don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I... I, I I think that blood is very strong, but I also am a firm believer of found family and everything. Mm-hmm. And blood doesn't automatically make you family, and it doesn't mean that you have to do... Stop looking at the fan. We will deal with it in a second. You're making me lose my train of thought. Um, so, you know, I've never been opposed to, like, a adoption, oh, abduction, or, or anything like that. They're going to pose abduction. Yeah, like, just you know, steal, like, steal some babies. Yeah. So, so you know, I I mean, I, I would be more upset for not being told the sure. truth. Sure. More so than anything. But then I can't imagine that's an easy conversation to have. And, like, when's the right time? Like, just drop it over the dinner table? Like, yeah. you know? I had, uh, the only uh, experience I've had with it was on my dad's side. Uh, well, my, my stepdad, but... For all intents purposes, my father, not to get deep into the family stuff. Uh, one of my stepbrother's kids wasn't actually their kid. Like, they were in the family, but they were raising him as if they were the kid because, like, a younger family member had, like, had him and had, like, problems and stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember, that was a big deal when, like, that was found out when I was, like, in middle school and whatnot. But, uh, that's about it. Like in real life, it's not fun or funny. Uh, I think yeah, it's the problem. Right, 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 or like, exactly. or like, or CIA stakes. It's yeah, just, exactly. Well, like, it's like in, oh, well, that's kind of awkward now. Yeah. yeah, and like you know, you have like the illegitimate children, like of the family and stuff like that. Like another pets. thing, I have that in my family, like on my grandfather's side, his father, and all yeah. that. There are. I mentioned earlier that I've been recently going down to Siskel and Ebert rabbit hole on uh, YouTube. I've also been doing a lot of Maury, You're Not the Father videos. God damn, they're so much fun to watch. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bad to say, but they're just, they're so great. <laughs> I will watch 900 of those before I watch this movie ever again. Ever again. Ever again. Yeah. God. Let's score it so it's out of our lives forever. I drew it. You go first. I mean, it was bad. It was bad, but I did, I, I mean, I did list off a lot of things I liked about it. What did you like? I said, I listed off all of the things when, 
Uh huh. I'm waiting. Uh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's a one. I mean, I don't know. It's a one for me too. It's that bad. It honestly is. It's just it's boring. Just, it's, it's it has like, nothing to it. it. Yeah, there, there's a few. There is one glimmer here and there, but nothing. I don't even see a glimmer. Yeah, you said when he stepped on the glasses. Right, but like that is so minute. Yeah, it's had the movie very leaned minute. into that, it would have been like a so bad it's good type of thing. This movie is not trying to be tongue in cheek at any at point all. at all. It takes itself so serious. So serious. It's PG thirteen, so you don't get a lot of like good action or, or good or like there's not even they don't fuck on the train. It's it's just it's no, it's, not, it's, it's just, no fun. It's just fucking there. It's just there. So it is a it is a one one of the rare one and ones. I originally wrote a one point five, and then like as I was reading my notes, I was like, why is it even a one point five? It's yeah, that bad. Like what's in it? So you're gonna draw a movie out of the box randomly, which will be coming up in either two or three weeks, depending on if I can locate next week's supposed movie, Silver Linings Playbook, or this might go later into the queue, depending on if I can find it streaming. So let's see what it is, and we'll see if it's gonna be. Uh, what are ex- we hoping for here? I don't give a fuck. Not abduction. Blood money. What the fuck is blood money? I don't even know what that is. Blood. Money. I have no idea what this is. Well, you bought it, I'm sure. I I don't know why we would own this. Blood Money, originally titled Misfortune, is a 2017 American crime thriller starring John Cusack, Eller Coltrane, Willa Fitzgerald, and Jacob Artist. I, I don't know what this is. It's got to be this because it's not this twenty twenty one Indian movie. When? I, why do I? What is this movie? Why? Why, why do, do we I have own this? this movie? I don't know what this. Can I see? Can I see the card? Make sure you read it right. It says blood money. I'm I read so it right. confused. What the fuck? I I don't know why we have this. There's two Indian ones. I'm very confused. Like, Why? this isn't even funny. Like, I would buy this... As a joke. All right, so here... Is it Blood and Money with Tom Berenger? Because that seems more like something you would buy. I love Tom Berenger. I know. There's a movie called Blood and Money? Yeah. Blood and Money from 2020. There's a Blood Money in 2017. There's a Blood Money 2012. That's the, one of the... Okay, here's what, what we're going to do. The Indian All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to set this card aside. This oh, is the no, first. Like three more. Yeah, we're going to set this card aside. And once I unpack the, the, bo- the boxes and I find whatever the fuck this is, we will do it. Okay, okay? so I'll draw again. We will draw again because <laughs> there's no way I can confirm what this is. We don't know. Which we means don't. I have a fucking problem. <laughs> if, that says, if that says blood money, by the way, the podcast is over. Blood yeah. money. <gasps> the animated Adams Family movie. Oh, okay. Okay. Which I do believe we have... I don't remember if I bought the second one or not yet. It just came out last year. I think you did. I don't remember if I did or not. I think you bought it for Joey. Well, that might be... I really hope I didn't because it's supposed to be very bad. Uh, But, yeah, she's wanted to see this. Well, but is it in the same family as the... Real Adam's Family movies? We might might be backlogged here for a while. Because I don't know if this movie is... uh, Available for streaming right now. Well, would you say it's in the same universe as the other ones? Okay, it's on Amazon Prime, so we... Oh, that's Adam's Family 2. I'm, I'm guessing the same... Chris, 
we have a problem when there's too many index cards. We're fixing it, okay? We're, we're, we're fixing it, yeah, because I'm going to make a spreadsheet. We're going digital, right? Hold on. We're going to do some live research here to see if this movie is available for streaming. Because uh, Adam's Family 2 is on Amazon Prime. I would assume that the first one would be as well, right? Like, you'd have to assume. Sure. It should be. So let's find out here, live on the podcast, if that is true. Okay, I feel like this is more so what the Blood Money movie is. What? A Colombian drugs cartel joins forces with a group of Hong Kong triads and the hottest hitman on the planet to ship two tons of cocaine into Australia and China. Who's in it? Uh, Anybody notable? Adam's Ryan family. J. Brockman. I don't know what that is. Alex Castro. <laughs> None of these... You're saying these like these are things. Nelson that, Grande. All right, Adam Family Twenty. Ching Hu Lu. Pitbull. That is the movie. That's the movie. That's the movie. Okay, okay never mind. Pitbull. That changes everything. <laughs> Fuck the Adam's Family. Put that one back in. What's here. it called? It's just called Blood Money. It's the Blood Money. It's from 2012, and it looks like this on the cover. It looks like it could be an Indian movie, but it's not. It's with Pitbull. He's on the cover. That's why we bought it. That's exactly why it is. I'm so glad we got to the box. Man, fuck it. Put that back in the box. <laughs> uh, oh, well, maybe don't. Maybe don't. Because I don't know if I can find this. Oh, man. We are just really starting. It's on Netflix, apparently. All right. Hold on. Because, all right. So, Adam's Family 2 is on Amazon Prime. Adam's Family 1 is not. You have to fucking rent it. What horseshit is that? So set it aside. We'll still count that as we'll, we'll save that for Halloween. We'll save that for October. We'll do a family Halloween Adams family. Well, because weren't we gonna do Hocus Pocus? We've done Hocus Pocus with Jilly. We'll just we'll just do that when it's on, like okay. the nine hundred times. Because Hocus Pocus two is coming out on September thirtieth. I know. Blood money. Blood money. God damn it. Well, it's two words, not one word. Oh, I'm on Jillian's. That's why it's not coming up. <laughs> <laughs> like, what assholes are in a blood? Show their kid blood money. Why, why did it bring up a Mr. Bean movie? That's weird. Virgin River. Shut up. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Blood money. Blood money. It's not, not that one. Yes, it is. That's it. No, that's not it. Yes, it is. That's not it. That's that is... not it. Go back. That's not it. There were two that came out in 2012. Go back. It's... This is no, agonizing. Okay, no, it is, it is that one. It's not that one. It's this, yes. No, that's not it. That's not the right movie. Uh, who's in it? Toby, Toby Barron, Brockman, Castro. This is like... The Spanish blood money, not the Indian blood money. Got it. So, okay. So All right. it's so, not on So Netflix. draw another movie. <laughs> so so we're just we're just racking up what's oh coming my up. Gosh. So Adam's family will save for October. Give me blood money. Where's blood money? Here's blood money. You have it. This will immediately go into the queue once we get it. Oh my god. It's good. I've wanted oh! What? God damn it. This is by the way, this is proving why I own movies. Apollo thirteen. Okay, that's what's, what's wrong with Apollo 13? I've never actually seen it. You've never seen Apollo, Apollo 13? 13? No, no. It's supposed to be a great movie, isn't it? 
Well, yes, yes, but it it doesn't have a happy ending. I'll tell you that. Yes, it does. They get back. They live. What are you talking? What did you want to have happen in Apollo thirteen? Everybody dies. God, God damn it! This is not streaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now you draw, maybe. Oh, I'm just confirming. We're just. Oh, maybe. Hold on. I'm seeing Prime Video. Let's let's check. Doing it live, like Bill O'Reilly wanted us to do it. Is he still around? He's still alive? That sucks if he is. <laughs> Apollo 13. And that's going to be a purchase. Yep. All right, let's just keep him, keep him rolling. Keep him keep oh going. Oh, my gosh. Scorsese shorts, which are definitely not anywhere, so let me draw something else. <laughs> like Mike. God damn it. Is that anywhere? Probably. I think it's actually on Disney+. Plus. Oh, man. Zangri's going to be pissed. Why? That's a long story. Like Mike is on Disney+. Plus, Which means... It goes to the top. God damn. So this is the so every, every human being on planet Earth that's like, why do you own so many fucking movies, man? Because this is an exercise. I can't watch Apollo 13 with all the money I pay for all the streaming services that are on planet fucking Earth without having to rent it, right? I'm sorry. All the money I pay. Everything's what, under my name. What is it? Fuck you. But I can watch Like Mike on Disney Plus like that. So Like Mike will be after... At least Fantastic Four. May have to be our next podcast, depending on if I cannot find Silver Linings Playbook, which we have the same fucking issue for. Then we got Blood Money, the, the, the Apollo Spanish, 13, the Spanish Blood Money. and Scorsese Shorts, which I don't even know if it should fucking really count. We'll have to see how long they are and what we're doing. And then the Adam and Anne's family will save for October and Halloween. Cool. Well, this was going to be under an hour, and it took us five minutes to find a fucking movie. That's what happens when you draw. Don't be mean to me. I'm always mean to you. That's part of the, the part of the thing. Look at how many dumbass movies they've made, by the Apollo way. Apollo 18. It's like Apollo 13, but there's such a gangbang in the middle of it. Um, what is the difference between these? Is this just a documentary? Oh, it's just a trailer. What the fuck's the point of that? <laughs> what is this? 4K HD. It's the same price. Just rent. I'm done with this. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Married Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe every year podcast. Make sure you go to arcadeaudio.net. I think I already said that, did I not? Do you not? I don't know. Don't treat me like I treated abduction. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content. Eventually, when I get back to like actually sitting down and editing things, we'll have a Married with Podswoggle episode going up there. That was in the can before we left our previous house. Facebook.com slash MarriedWithMovies at MarriedWithMovies on Twitter. MarriedWithMovies at gmail.com. That's what you think of the show. For me, at your host, Malt38 on Instagram. For you, at Jam with your Sam. Also for me, ArcadeAudio.net slash Podbloggle for my retro wrestling diary. Where uh, this week, it is the penultimate show of 1996. WWF in your house, it's time. A show that took place in West Palm Beach, Florida. Before I moved to the state of Florida, even though I thought that I was at this show. As you'll read very briefly in my introduction. 
to the writing, to the, the journal, the diary entry, if you will. Anything else? Absolutely not. Cool. Well, let's go fix a fucking fan. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Buried with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. Can't believe, look at, look at this. Why I, do you I just, break everything that you touch? Well, I didn't do anything. I turned, I, I turned <laughs> you, it off yesterday because it was too cold. Now it's not cold enough. And now it doesn't work. Why are you laughing? I'm just summarizing my life. You're the worst, Burr. You're the worst. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.